going on with this Crew 3 podcast. Where I was rocking with you as always are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky. Gentlemen, say hello. Hey, hey. That was the most toasted intro I've ever heard. Look, yeah, pretty I, I put it off. Wait till we get to the uh, the wrestling stream. Look, oh, yeah. I'm smelling so many fumes right now. I print, I've been printing off stickers all day. Right. I printed off like over 400 stickers today, and I've got 200 more to do before this weekend. The printer makes smoke, but the smoke is blue. I'm not sure if that's okay to breathe. I can funnel that right into my face, right? Like I've just got the right, – you know, right. I'm, I'm like Forrest Whitaker in Star Wars when he's talking about Borgullet, and he's just like taking a hit of his, his little gas mask he's got on his shoulder. Yeah, Ricky knows what I'm talking about. Borgullet. Yeah, I do. Borgullet. I'm, I'm really happy that somebody finds that extremely <laughs> funny. <laughs> Because I find you finding it funny hilarious. Because Look, all I'm saying is Forrest Whitaker had no acting direction and they're just like, you're just this like gorilla fighter who's like seen his ish and you've got a brain eating monster. It's right. called Gorg Gullet. How, how would you handle that? Exactly oh, as yeah. he did. That's right. Um, speaking of like brain, speaking of monsters. Uh, <laughs> so Yeah, what's this transition? I, so this weekend uh, was my niece's confirmation, and so we we went to the service right, okay. and and in one of the readings, it just talks about like how God made the ships, and also Le- God like sends the ships out, and then made Leviathan because he could for sport. So God's just out here making sea monsters. It's <laughs> like, what saint did she pick? Just release the Kraken, you know. Did she pick no, some, like, some sailing saint? Did she want to go? No, no, no. This is this is this is part of like the regular sermon. This wasn't like part of like the com- this is part of like the regular like service. Not just- I thought confirmations where you pick your saint. Uh in Catholicism, yes, but they're Lutheran, so and like a lot of people pick Chikorita, but personally, I'm out here picking Cyndaquil. Yeah. Do yeah. I, when do when do I get sorted into Gryffindor? That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, just I I just like the whole the whole t- the whole service. I was just like. God just out here making monsters for fun. <laughs> right, right, right. He, he giveth, he taketh away. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Steve, Steve Buscemi was right. Does God <laughs> stay in heaven because he too fears what he created? When are we going to have a Spy Kids watch along? Spy Kids That's, 3 watch along. After well, Speed well, well, Steve Buscemi's in, in 2. He's in 3 also. He shows up, but like the, the real Steve Buscemi quotes are in 2. I know, but Spy Kids 3 is much more of a nightmare. I don't know, man. Okay, I will say, having rewatched Spy Kids recently, um, the thing, the thumb guys, they have cake for no reason besides <laughs> besides Flu just being like, eh, you know, I'm going to be around these guys all day, you know. Alexa Vega was definitely my uh, my childhood crush, you know. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, no, we'll we'll put Sp- we'll we'll do the Spy Kids trilogy. As one of the uh, one of the extra life goals this year, and then on top of that, a different goal will be watch Sharkboy and Lava Girl and its new Netflix sequel. Um, as Texas people, Sharknado? as we watch through Spy Kids, uh-huh. uh huh, we are of course required to get excited, point at the screen, and name all of the Texas landmarks that are in the background of the Spy Kids. Movies. Oh well, I mean, the whole like Spy Kids like organization base is the San Antonio Kids Museum, right? 
they are also like in the Capitol at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're on like Congress street pretty often. Uh, they're Robert Rodriguez movies. So yeah. Uh, Schlitterbahn is the backdrop of a couple of scenes. Uh huh. Classic. You know, uh, yeah. you know, you gotta, you just gotta point them out. It's very important. Yeah. yeah. As, as we go through Dallas, we'll be like, that's where JFK was murdered. And here's right. where Spy Kids was filmed. Right. Oh, man. It's like, We're actually, th- five feet from the grassy knoll, that's where the merry-go-round fight happens in Spy Kids 1. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. All right. Uh, so real quick. So this week, we're going to talk about sort of the meta and the lead up to – we've went over all the decks. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened this last week. Uh, meta-wise, we're going to just talk about just all the fun. You can have a dream hack. I want to remind everyone that um, for Patreon listeners – by the time this episode goes out, you also have this month's the the May bonus of Ricky and I ranked every card in Aftermath. We had we didn't do a top ten. We ranked we ranked at, we tier list every card, so that'll give you something else to listen to on the way to DreamHack. Uh, if you are going to be there on Thursday night, we'll be at Bucky's on I forty five near Ennis at about like eight eight thirty. So we'll be hanging out there for a little bit, having some fun. It sounds like a sketchy thing to do to tell people to go in the middle of the night on <laughs> a Texas to the gas highway. Station. And meet at a gas station, but I promise you, it'll be better lit than like your own home. Yeah, yeah. It, it is the safest this place within a thirty. Not a sketchy area. place, right? We if will be if there. there's space in my car, I might pick up a couple of like listeners who are like, "Hey, we'll be like Ubering." I'm like, I might be able to pick you up. Get the get the full Reach experience out. going. Reach out. Get, get, yeah. get to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick though, speaking of um, the listeners, shout out to of course Kevman. So we talked about how Vince. Uh, won his RCQ last week. Uh, shout out to Kevman for for winning his two slot RCQ this last weekend. What I didn't know, Kevman won. Yeah, he put in some good work with his uh, his band oh. Hewitt's build, his Coco Hewitt's build. So uh, he was sharing some of the list. Holds and up, then uh, and then Gargs, of course, went and top eight another one with his Absan Cats build. So uh, <laughs> yeah. so congrats to those guys for uh, putting in some good work again. We see Gargs everywhere we go. Gargs always ready to roll. Um, they're every week ready time. to be Phoenix. We are always gonna, ready. Always ready to have some fun. Everybody in Atlanta, even though it's in six months. Yeah. Um, everybody's going to be there because we're all qualifying. Because I don't know if you know about this, but the weekend after DreamHack yeah. is like Reckoning Day in Texas. Uh, there are five Pioneer two-slot RCQs happening across the state all on Saturday. And then there's a limited one by me. There's a limited two slot by you. I think Dra- I think Dragon's Lair is limited. Check again. Oh. But if not, Either- you, can come to, you can come to San Antonio and play the Pioneer one. No, I told my wife I'd take next weekend off. Oh, wife, she's just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> wait, the one. The, wait, the weekend after Dallas or the weekend after the weekend after DreamHack, June tenth, yeah. to be completely Wild. exact. Okay, gotcha. Come with Nate and qualify here, or. Uh, I know some people are heading to the San Angelo one. There's a two slot in San Angelo. Who knew? Why not? Yeah, uh, I think that one's actually limited. And then there's one in Dallas, and there's one in Houston. Yep. I think there might be one in Austin too. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, lots, lots of magic to go for your Texas area players. Uh, but real quick, I mean, yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, no, real quick. I mean, anything else before we before we dive on in? Uh, don't. I talked about hugging. 
on the uh, on the Discord. Oh, yeah, uh-huh, I'm a big uh-huh. I am a big hugger. You are you can no longer hug me, unfortunately. <laughs> That'll be a, a story for another time. But uh, I will no longer be uh, dishing out hu- hugs due to a uh, uh, unfortunate accident uh, involving involving me. So I have a stupid thing to bring up. I'm ready. Uh-huh. Did you see that Battle Spirits has already folded? No. No. Their 120th place pay down prize supporting for their big tournament uh-huh. has been confirmed to have been cut down to only pay out to the top 16. Whoa. Like, we're talking like huge amounts of prize pool that they guaranteed are just not going to be there. Wow. All I'm saying is, I'm glad we didn't buy that box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be- because yeah. in a month we'll be able to buy it for $2. Right. I'm just saying, you know. And I've been like, because I've been uh, not gonna lie, a little a little wander lusty from Magic for for the reason of I can't play in any of these RCQs, right? Yeah. Uh, looking at other card games, and I almost bought One Piece cards. I almost bought a lot of stuff, uh, but I'm gonna say I'm just sticking away from all the Bandai games. When I saw that like One Piece's organized play was like, oh yeah, you can play on webcam online as long as you submit a photograph of your deck list. Uh, or if you want to play in person, you can go to exactly Florida. And it's like, huh. no. I, I don't want to uh, go to Florida right now. I don't want to go to Florida. So yeah. uh, I'm going to say stick with Magic for now. Yeah. Also, if you see if you see Chris uh, in a similar vein to Chris being unhuggable right now, uh, I will say I am huggable. But if you see me hobbling um, – I did fall down a, a case of stairs oh two weeks God, ago. You guys pull yourselves together. That's what I said. Look, this is some final Chris, destination. Two, two weeks ago, I fell down a flight of stairs. Last week, Chris had a situation. It's coming for you, Ricky. Yep. It's not You're coming. Next. We, need to, we need to protect Ricky at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Literally every day is just, you know, bad luck. So I've, I've learned to beat it. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, okay, broken cars, stolen cars, you know. Right. Like crackheads hitting you going into the Walmart to buy more yep. crack, you know? <laughs> As you do. But this is a man that takes it. Phoenix into every All tournament. Right. He knows what punishment is, you know? <laughs> All right. Let's talk about these challenges and we'll talk about the European uh, Legacy European Tour, their big event. And uh, we'll talk about DreamHack for a little bit. And we have our little bingo, fun little bingo cards to, uh, to go over. Oh, actually, hold on. Hold the on. BNR announcement. So obviously, uh, the BNR announcement didn't affect us. But we do know now when the first yearly update will be. So the first yearly update for every format is going to be August seventh. So August seventh, um, at I mean, post RCCs, we can we can place bets on on what's going to happen there. Um, I'm assuming Fable band something from Mono Green, and we'll see what what else from there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll I don't think they're going to touch Pioneer. I think they've kind of, like, I mean, Pioneer's not going to sell $460 uh, collector boosters of Lord of the Rings cards. So No, just the fact that you can open the one ring is going to do that alone. I don't know. They can't open. You can't open the one ring. I don't think you understand. I'm going to open it at Magic Fest. The, uh, the Pacchiati already met, and they've already determined who's opening up the, the one yeah. ring. Yeah. yeah, it's the security guy who works for the – who it controls the be, McDonald's Monopoly pieces. Uh, a child <laughs> in Europe by the name of Charlie Bucket. Uh, he's going to find – His, gra- his uh, grandfather is the scummest man alive. 
He's going to find $46 in a storm gutter uh, next to his local candy shop and then take it and buy one collector booster. Uh, uh-huh. But actually not. He's going to feed his family for an entire week for the price of a collector booster, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, nobody will open it. How much are collector boosters for Lord of the Rings? Like literally the booster box of 12 is going on sale for right now for like $440. So uh, quick math. Yeah, quick uh-huh. math. Quick two quick plus math. two minus one. That's three. That's ketchup. Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look. 36.6666667. Repeating, of course. Repeating, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Uncle Joe's a scum, Grandpa Joe's a scumbag, right? Like we all agree. Oh, he yeah, was, the Grandpa he, Joe <laughs> faking it the whole time. He's faking it the whole time. He wasn't sick in that bed. We seen like the counterpoint, the counterpoint arguments. There's a counterpoint to Grandpa Joe being a scumbag. Yeah, it's that uh, uh, everyone is so uh, blinded by capitalism that they're willing to blame Uncle Joe for the corporate hellscape they live in. <laughs> pretty funny uh i also love the theory that um the guy who plays slug the that slugworth and wonka are in a relationship because who else would want like after cutting out everyone else in his life who else would wonka trust more than his like his light his partner right to keep all those secrets and stuff yeah you know what nobody talks about in uh in willy wonka are you you ready for the movie because that movie is 50 years old now uh there's the man uh outside of the factory who tells Charlie that nobody ever gets in and nobody ever comes out. Right. Yeah. That man is literally vendoring sharp objects. <laughs> he has a like cart. And if you watch his cart is literally just knives, cleavers, scissors, just literally sharp metal objects like on a cart. That's just England. I guess so. Probably <laughs> checkmate atheists. All right. Um, Are you talk about magic on the magic show. Uh, yeah. Oh, real quick though. Uh, more more Willy Wonka lore. Uh, are you ready for the uh, <laughs> the Willy Wonka origin movie this year, starring Timothy Chalamet? Oh, Joker. Uh, Wonka. It's now Wonka. No, it's just Wonka. Jokester two. It's not Joker two. It's just Wonka. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna okay. watch that. You're not I'll gonna watch. watch... He, I'll watch it if he teams up with a horse. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he teaches that horse how to make chocolate. <laughs> I don't need edgy origin stories for literally any character in existence. Uh, he's now yeah. telling his computer exactly <laughs> what he can do <laughs> with a lifetime supply of bad jokes. Uh, yeah, cut that joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. That was not going to do the life of the month. I thought that as soon as you said it, I was like, Jesus, man. I was like, we're in Texas, so I think we're just a little bit insensitized to that kind of thing. But I don't think that's going over well with, uh, with you know, somebody's mom at the crowd, you know? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. All right. Hey, uh, challenges. Pioneer challenges. All right. Uh, so on the Saturday challenge, uh, this world is – it's, it's done. It's just, it's over. Uh, eighth place, Tyus Emissory Spirits. Seventh place, Jinko HS on Lotus Field. Sixth place, Kelmaster P on Boros Convoke. Fifth place, Benny Bo on Five Color Mid Range. Uh, fourth place, Mitchell Sox on Mono Green. Third place, Xbox Greg on Elves. Uh, second place, Matten on, what is this, Rona? Yeah, uh, Sultai Rona. And then first place, Sunbird, 17 on Lotus Field. 
Uh, all right. Well, so we got uh, Convoke still hanging around here. We've got the kind of all we're, we're moving more towards white with this build. So we're on uh, Swooping Lookout, uh, Clarion Spear, Regal Leosar, which I've seen a lot of people saying is just better than the the Bushwhacker. Although I'm just saying, like Bushwhacker giving haste. I was watching some of the. There's uh, no way. Like I was watching the the legacy the 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 European tour this weekend, right? And like I will say, having watched this deck a lot more now, I I think that I think this build is trying to be the more consistent build, but the like the more red build, right, with Bushwhacker and stuff like that, it's just like watching that deck go from no board to just going like Thraben Inspector, Gleeful Demolition, Bushwhacker hit you for ten. Just after having the same board wiped, it's Did just this deck is playing swooping lookout. Gets a one drop artifact with vigilance and flying. Yeah, yep. It's kind of hilarious. Um, I think this deck is good. I don't like twenty lands. Gross garbage. Fit a few more creatures in that. I cannot. Somebody can please explain Forge Devil to me. I don't know why. Why are we playing? This? Um. One damage to you. Like, I get that it's a creature that also, like, removes... Like, what does it remove? It removes Thalia? Maybe? It, it removes nothing else, right? Like... Yeah. What is this for? Can somebody... Can someone explain? Can someone smarter than us tell us? Yeah. Because I don't know. How to play your Ungabunga or aggro deck. It does one damage to Shieldred? Poggers. Yeah, uh, yeah, very impressive. Uh, I mean, it kills Imposing Sovereign out of humans if they want to play it. Sure. What is it for? You're right. That's a good question. But I, I'm I'm glad they played well. This is somebody who's definitely put time in on the deck uh, because yeah. I'm not sure that the seven, the twenty lands is where you want to be. But yeah, you know, this uh, is what, else, what else kind of spicy we got? We got we got elves. You know, elves see an elves top eight. So we got. Portal Mystic, Naru Trapper, Just Bear Sentinel, Lenorals, Dwayne's Elite, Warmaster Visionary, Shaman of the Pack. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're just doing the same old thing of just go wide, beat face, kill a shaman. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, you got so many mana dorks now with like two Gnarl Root Trapper also added in there. Yeah. Get Gnarl Root Trapper in the mix, right? Uh huh. Get one Nykthos, apparently. <laughs> I mean, you get enough green. I do. I do agree, though. I I agree with this, and I think like Tyvar was kind of the trap for this deck. Which Tyvar? There's twenty of them now. The new, the three mana one that the tap Tyvar. Uh, is it the jubilant brawler? Yeah, the Gagari one. I think it was kind of a trap for this deck. Uh, what Tyvar isn't a trap with though is this Soul Tie build of Rona. So we got uh, one Zerda, the Dawn Walker, four Fave, which is four Jace for his prodigy, two Lazav, the Multifarious. Uh, also, Jace really climbed back up there. He was like pretty, pretty nothing for a while. Yeah. Uh, four Rona, Herald of Invasion, four Tyvar, Jubilant Brawler, four Consider, two Fatal Push, three Retract Felix, four Thoughts, he's three Dig Through Time, three Mox Amber. I mean, it looks like we finally found a Rona build, honestly. Looks yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, I like this Rona build a lot. Um, Lazav is kind of interesting. Um, I just mm. like Lazav in general because I'm a Ravnica fan. Um, obviously, I like kind of the OG. Lazav from what I remember, but this one is pretty, you know, pretty cool. It's trying to do its best uh, Kethis impersonation, it feels like, um, as far as, like, caring about legendary cards, right? Well, I mean, it just makes up for, like, if your Rona dies, right? Like, it's just an actual two copies of Rona. 
Exactly right. Exactly right. So you, you get to copy uh, legendaries in the graveyard, and um, you know it helps you go on. The Fae of Wishes is, is kind of interesting um, because that is four mana to then cast a spell. But I guess hey, you you get a lot. Of, you got a couple zeros here, and getting another Mox Amber or a Tarmod's Crypt if that's like your missing piece for some reason, um, yeah. or one Retraction Helix in the side. So I guess your sideboard being like mostly ones um, makes sense. I saw somebody playing this deck. It I mean, looked what, a little cute, but it while definitely you're going, While you're going off, though, I mean, like, you're just making infinite mana with with Rona, so, like, four mana doesn't really matter in that sense? For sure, for sure. I'm thinking more, uh, you know, how do we not just get trucked down? But, sure. I know I get that. <clears throat> it's, also know, four, it's also just the 1-4 blocker, like... How do we no, I think, I think that's maybe part of it, right? Is maybe, that's, maybe that gets played more than I think, you know? Yeah. We play a bunch yeah. of 1-3s and we pray. Yeah. We tutor up. Uh, uh, we tutor up the illness and the ranks in the sideboard to be convoke. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I, I just I just followed Xbox Greg on Twitter uh-huh. because this is this is another huge run from Elves. I was like, man, Xbox Greg. I've seen them top eight uh, somewhat recently, um, yeah. also with Elves. And sure enough, you go look in their history, and it's like a million five O's, a million trophies with Elves yeah. since the beginning of the year, and uh, a few from last year as well. So, um, also Xbox Greg. Really good looking beard. I'm hoping the Twitter picture that's currently there is the most recent one because that beard that beard looks good. Yeah. All right. Anything else on this challenge? Are we ready to move on? You know what's wild about this challenge, real quick? What's up? Wedding announcement is the second most played card in the challenge. Uh yeah. I mean, it's such a. I mean, does um, what else playing it? Like thirty I mean, copies. So Azorius so Azori Spirit four Azorius Spirit sideboard. Um. I mean, Bor- uh, okay, some builds of Boros are playing it. Oh, man, uh, ninth place, Boros playing their own Chain Whirler in the sideboard. Woo! Get them. Gotta wait for the, gotta win them here, brother. But, anyways, let's move on yeah. to the next one, I guess. There's a bunch of, mo- there's a bunch of mono white and uh, stuff. The, yeah, so Boros also playing it. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, uh, moving on to Sunday Challenge. We have Abs and Grease Fang by Game Store Linz. Uh, we have one model on 7th place Zori's Control. 6th place Brittany on Rakdo Sacrifice. 5th place Keepa on Azorius Spirits. 4th place Roge Deck Wins on Boros Convoke. 3rd place Oscar Franco on 4-Color Midrange. 2nd uh, place uh, Finho 10 on Nykthos, on uh, Mono Green Ramp, sorry. And then first place, we have Deem 4X on Rakdos mid-range. Uh, so I guess we've been talking about it last time as well. Um, is freaking Bring the Light decks, man. Let's get, get out. Get out of my format. <laughs> yeah, per- personally agree. Personally agree, but yeah. Yeah, I just think... Um... I know there's a lot of degenerate stuff that we could be complaining about. When it comes I, okay, to- I will say though, uh-huh. I, this list is fun because it's playing the elemental package. So I hate this less than. All right, you get a pass. The this, this player gets a pass, but this, if you're playing leyline binding, bring, yeah. Well, they are. This is the, my big thing. Is this is bring the light? This is like we're we're playing elementals mid range. Right. You know what? I I am sorry, Oscar Franco. You can stay. You're like yeah. okay. You get a pass. I'm I'm keeping my eye on you because I personally hate leyline binding just with the with the fiery burning passion. So. Yeah, but the, but in Saturday's top eight, Benny Bow, you get out of here. You kick rocks. That's right. That's right. Uh, we did. I mean, 
I mean, we got like Raptors. I mean, that's Jeskai Ascendancy in 12th place. Jeskai Ascendancy in 12th place? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just another Rona deck. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair oh, okay. Enough. Third place has Nissa. Huh? Third place has Nissa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was, I was going to talk about it. So that's why I was like, oh, no, this is actually like Elemental. So it's it's uh, four Nissa, uh, four Risen Reef, four Omnath Logos of Creation, two Omnath Logos of the Royal, uh, two Elish Norn, Mother of Machines, two Girl Spiral. Remember when Girl Spiral was a Pioneer playable card? What mm-hmm. good yep. times? Uh, two Skips of the Wilds, four Chain of the Rocks, four Field of Mirror Breaker, four Leyline Binding. Yeah, we're just going to draw big cards and make big landfall triggers. There's a lot of interesting choices in the uh, Racto Sacrifice in sixth place. Let's come down to it. Let's look at it. I love talking about Sacrifice. So we got three College Familiar, three Unlucky Witness, four Blood Death Harvester, uh, one Crocs, four Mayhem Devil, one Annihilating Glare instead uh, of Eaten. Eaten Alive because you want to destroy instead of Exile? I, Exile's just better, right? I don't know what the... yeah. Uh, is Eaten Alive hit Planeswalkers? You can sacrifice an artifact or... Pl- I think that's the thing. Is Eaten Alive, you have to sacrifice an artifact. Okay. And Annihilating Glare lets you sacrifice an artifact. All right, that's fair. Um, yeah, they both hit Planeswalkers, yeah, Chris. Okay. Uh, three Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, four Deadly Sweet. So we're mainboarding the Thoughtseize now, actually. I mean, that kind of makes sense with how like kind of combo-heavy the four kind of getting and stuff like that. Agreed. Uh, three cat. Which is oven. I've seen people trim on cat and trim on oven because, well, trim on of, or cat mostly because it's like weirdly the second cat doesn't progress you anymore after unless you start having multiple ovens in play. Right. So you much rather have the the second oven than the second cat. Yeah, exactly. Furnace rains is kind of sick. Like as a as a better than Kari's as expertise, right? It yeah, is it Gantha and then is also it better. Your, is it better than, uh, what is it, Blooded Fury or whatever? The one from Midnight Hunt? Traitorous Fury or whatever? Uh, I, think that, I think that this card is better. Treasure is probably more relevant than Blood, right? You don't need mana to sacrifice it. It gives you mana. Yeah, I guess. Bloody Betrayal is the card. Yeah. I have the card because people asked me to pick it up and then they didn't want it. Yeah. <clears throat> you would be right. Yeah, like it just seems like... Three claim, only three Calder familiar. Uh, you know, it just seems like an interesting list. Yeah. Actually, if you no. bring those, bring those bloody betrayals with you. I'll, I will take those. I need a couple copies. All right. All right. I'll take, I'm bringing I'll them. Take, I'll take them. You will not there. leave Dallas with them. Okay. That's what they always say. <laughs> what they always say. Hey, uh, this no. oh, I was going to mention the Abzan Grease Fang that made eighth. Yeah, what about it? Nate's been talking to me a lot about um, Grease Fang because Nate um, firmly kicked my butt in the last RCQ we played. Uh-huh. I, uh, I I made the mistake of bringing up that because I I do it as a loving thing. Where like the one one time I played Nate, I was like, man, I think you got to attack me here for pressure. Just talking through our plays because it's an RCQ, and uh, Nate did not take kindly to that. So Nate has been uh, thoroughly like throwing me around, beating me up in the alley ever since then. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty firmly outplayed me on uh, on the last RCQ that we played, but he's been he was very kind about it. He didn't he's never said anything. He's just very silently been like thrashing me, you know. So props to Nate, uh, one of the one of the homies, Nate there. But he's been talking a lot, and and I think it makes sense. What he's been saying is you really want more ways to protect your Grease Fang. Um, we either are silence or he's been like playing Tyvar stand. A lot of decks feel like I've been kind of going away from that and like hoping that duress and thoughtsies are enough. Uh, again, you just can't thought seize the top of the deck. 
And like, given that you're the aggressive strategy, I think protecting what you're doing, given that you can be one of the fastest strategies in the format versus trying to stop your opponent. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you Thoughtseize is bad. I'm just saying his plan has worked out way better against a lot of decks. Cause like as much as you're saying, there's no interaction um, or we were, and a lot of people have been saying, Hey, you know, pioneer a little more linear. A lot of decks have to have a plan for Grease Fang. You rarely go into a, 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 a tournament and just disregard Grease Fang, especially in paper. Grease Fang is very popular. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of the more affordable decks to build just in general, but given that like the main combo pieces aren't very expensive and you can build around it, whatever flavor that you've got. Right. So right. that being said, his protection strategy, I do believe in. And I do think if you're playing this deck in paper, you want to be hitting Nate up for his list because he's consistently he's top eight of like a bunch of RCQs in a row. Struggled once he's kind of gotten there sometimes, but it's an impressive list of finishes for top eights. He qualified um, for, with it uh, last season to get to right. the qualification last season right right because he was in san diego so um nate has an impressive chair and i definitely trust his thoughts and he is in our discord if you guys again are not already part of that join it hit up nate he's tagged as a friend of the show because i think his list has been serving him very very well um in the midst of hate for grisfing yes right. nate also updates mom fame right that's right um i did real quick though um what i was, what I was gonna say real quick was with rakdos uh interesting like i i feel like I, I unfortunately haven't had the time to test it out myself, but it looks like the the collective conscience decided that Capture Kingpin just, just hasn't been worth it. I, the, the problem is, right, you're like, oh man, it's uh, Corvold, but a turn faster, right? Yeah. But actually what it is, is it's Corvold that dies to Fatal Push. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate, so. Yeah. Uh, and then actually, let's talk about this. We, we usually... Very rarely do we recognize Cope here, outside of our own our own BS, right? Because uh, this, this show lives on Cope, let's be honest here. Um, uh, let's talk about this Azori's control list, actually, because I think there's some interesting stuff going on here. Uh, we're, we're, we're on four Strict Proctor, uh, oh three Wandering Emperor, four Fair Hero of Dominaria, two Elspeth Smite, three uh, March of Otherworldly Light, two Fateful Absence, two Jory Disruption, two Absorb, two Memory Deluge, one Settle the Wreckage, Two Supreme Verdict, four Discontinuity, what? Excuse me, one Farewell, two Shark Typhoon. Where's our combo? That's what oh, I'm trying to. We're playing Lotus Field. That's why. Oh, okay. like ending the turn with our Sack Trigger on the stack, huh? All right. Yeah. Or you can All use right. Proctor to counter our Lotus Field. It's just to get ahead in mana. Okay. However, if you play against Lotus Field, Strict Proctor. Uh, on turn two, and then your opponent just goes Lotus Field, and then you lose. I mean, it, it counters the uh, the Regal Leosars and the Bushwhackers of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Doesn't one time in 2017, I chose to go second in the Odd Nauseam Mirror. It does not counter... Uh... Wow. Wow. It does not counter Regasaur. Is it? Oh, because that's when it mutates, right? Not when it yep, enters. Not an enter. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, it counters Bushwhacker still, uh, and it counters a lot of my human shenanigans. So, uh, doesn't stop Croxa. Doesn't stop Croxa. It does stop Croxa. They get a six six. Yeah. <laughs> that then attacks you for a lot of damage. Yeah. 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 Uh, it stops them kinda. Yeah, I'm. I'm not so sure about Strict Proctor. This deck is cool. That's for sure. The stack is cool. That's for sure. Um, and then I, you said I, it's discontinuiting your opponent's turns away once you have lands. 
I hate continuity. Blue-white control. I think I've gone on the record of saying that many a time. Not a fan. Don't like it. Um, I do think that there are probably more decks that should be trying to find a way to abuse Lotus Field. Um, getting ahead on mana like that is is pretty significant. And I do think there are a lot of very expensive cards that are very, very powerful that you don't have time to play in Pioneer, right? A lot of decks are killing you pretty quick. Mono White, super aggressive, putting up really good results. The Convoke deck, super aggressive. Even Creativity can kill you, you know, untapping on turn five, you can be dead. So I do think if you have the ability to to ramp up to that mana, like the Chandras are good. I know that I watched on stream today. Uh, Aspiring Spike does not like Holebreaker Horror. Um, he's wrong. It, the card is very, very, very good. Um, and uh, it has a lot of potential. You just obviously have to untap with it. Hey, it has Flash, though. So you've got some sick windows to do things with. So there's a lot of really, really powerful cards in the format that are expensive um, that we don't get to cast because fast mana is harder to come by on Pioneer. So I do think if you're out there brewing with a Lotus Field deck, not doing the traditional Lotus Field thing, but like trying to cheat the trigger, I'm proud of you. That's still a cool thing that you're doing. And even if you're playing blue-white, you'll get me to pay attention as much as I dislike the uh, blue-white control variants. Uh, Also point out 10th place, uh, I'm out to get you. With Gruel Goblins. Wow. Really, we're just playing green for some sideboard cards. But, I mean, like, Cacophony Scamp, Fanical Firebrand, Fireblade Charger, Foundry Denizen, Legion of Stork Prospector, Goblin, Battlecry Goblin, uh, Snoop Goblin Instigator, uh, Horde Master, Sweetie Spawnark, one Chandra Dress to Kill. Where's Muxus? Uh, in uh, historic where he belongs. <laughs> I mean, the, there, there's a bunch of new lords printed that we just don't see except for the elf one, really, you know? Um, but I do think they have potential. I think you could absolutely, especially with how accessible Pioneer is, you could absolutely build a mono-red goblins deck for very inexpensive or even a merfolk deck in you know probably blue-green or blue, I don't know, with these new lords and do fine, you know? I yeah. think the problem you're going to have right now is the aggro decks are so aggressive and so powerful you know, mm-hmm. you may not you may not be able to quite and compete. This, this this deck is playing the goblin one of that cycle you're talking about. That's what I figured. That's what yeah. that's one of the cards you mentioned. So yeah. that's my point is like those those lords kind of just got ignored. And even the black one can grab you a Traxa because the black one grabs you a black creature card. The black cleric one. I thought it grabbed oh clerics. No, it grabs black creatures, so you can grab a Traxa. Uh, okay. All right, all right. So again, it's a cute strategy, but I've I've been you know I played with black white clerics when there was a cleric centered format. I guess What's it was Kalahan. Um, I don't know. It's a lord from the Lord set from from Dominaria Master. I don't know. You know, I don't know names of cards. You just know I know what they do. Why are, Why are you asking me? You should be telling me what the name of the card is. Uh, I don't know why I'm on trial here. Answer to clerics you control. It's called Cleric Yvonne Clerickson. That's what it's I'm called. Search on Scryfall. Anyway, that's a pretty cool card because you can pay Shadow Right Priest. Shadow Right Priest. Shadow there right you priest. go. Of course it's a priest. It's a cleric, right? Yeah. But anyway, clerics you are good. Sack a cleric. Okay. Yeah, you got to sack a cleric, and you can get any black creature. Attracts as a black creature. So anyway, it's a it's a cute it's a cute thing you can be doing, right? So there's there's a lot of brew potential I think in in Pioneer and. We use, I still love seeing some of the wacky brews at locals, but there's a lot of interesting things, cute things like that you can do. And if you just want to build a bunch of monocolor mana bases, I think that's an option for you out there um, playing either, you know, aggro decks or even I think you could play potentially like mono blue Dynavolt Tower or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
with Discover the Impossible, there's a Dynavolt Tower deck uh, out there that I'll play once I stop playing competitive uh, blue-red decks. You can't see Ricky shaking his head right now because he's still thinking about the time that he went second in 2017, and he's not in 2023 with me brewing up these ideas every weekend. I'm thinking about the time in 2023 when I'm in Atlanta alone without Chris. (laughs) Because I'm trying to play Discover the Impossible. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Because Chris is out here trying to play Hedron Alignment in 2023. (laughs) Oh, I could could use a Hedron Alignment right now after my accident. Chris is like trying to play uh, Kiora Octopus Tribal. (laughs) Hey, I was bringing uh, bringing back... Elspeth conquers death. I like that card. Is I'm actually cool. looking at this cleric card. Pretty interested. Right now. <laughs> as much as he memes, he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows where to come when he wants the sauce. Look, 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 look. with training grounds in play. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Uh-huh. We could just sacrifice our mutavolt for three mana and then sure get Nitraxa, and then we win. We could do that. Okay, that's a yeah. that's a that's a legal play. Don't you know that once Atraxa hits the battlefield, you win? Pretty Game much. Over? That's just, yeah, GG. Yeah, nobody ever comes back from that one. I've never had it destroyed by a... Tra- tra- training grounds. Peek behind the curtain for those non-Patreon members. Uh, we rank training grounds as saffron olive levels of good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> hey, can... And then, um, then Aspiring Spike made a deck with it. Yeah. Attracts can't be uh, can't be power word killed, right? Because it's like an angel or something? It's an angel, yeah. yeah. Six, six, six. There we go. See, we've got some. We've got it's, some. Uh, its throat can be gone for. It can be noxious grasped because it is both green and white. and white. Well, listen, I'm just saying that when you need a professional sauce dealer, you know where to come. It okay? can be self-inflicted wounded. Well, there we go. Can it be tragic slipped? Somebody played like it surge can. of righteousness against me. Uh huh. Like destroy target attacking. Uh, black or red creature, and then you gain two Ooh. life and two mana. That was me. I played that against you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, sick challenges. Yeah, sick challenges. And then, of course, we have the big European. I think they had like five hundred, like four, so like four hundred, five hundred players in this event. Um, so, top eight for this is going to be uh, Murad Martinez on Lotus Field. Then we have Santos on Mono Green Devotion. We have Rene Sanabre on Gruel Vehicles and Torres on Rakdos Midrange. Uh, third and fourth place are going to be Santiago on Mono White Humans. Uh, Dupuy de Lom on is or sorry uh, Vasayo on is it Creativity, and then second place uh, Sanchez Delgado on Rakdos Midrange. And Dupuy de Lome on Is It Creativity winning the event overall. So big, big wins for creativity there. Yeah. This, uh, go ahead. Um, obviously, I'm going to talk about the, the creativity player has the has the right idea. Uh, I do think that playing Atraxa with a with another plan to win makes a lot of sense to me just because again the problem i keep and a lot of people complain about is hey if you don't draw creativity you just can't win i think solutions are unironically go jess guy for the raven's warning and you know test that out i have not tested that yet but i am i am trying to to see what we can do there just because that's a lot of extra copies it makes a token it draws you cards if you get if you get in um but we'll see the other option is again i think play this uh attracts a build here I do like people going big. I think four shock typhoons is really good against blue white. 
Um, but if you're not expecting to see a lot of blue white in your metagame, I would drop some drop some sharp ty- uh, tar- ty- shark typhoons for the new Chandra. Um, something's hope, the one that Ricky likes. Hope's, Hope's, Hope's Bacon. Bacon of Hope. Hope's Bacon. That card's insane, and um, I think that you usually want to be playing with that deck some number of dig through time. Uh, I'm kind of lost. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, are we talking about the same deck list? Is it creativity? I'm looking at it. I don't see any shark typhoons. This is a top four list that has uh, four shark typhoons in it. It says. I guess I got the the unless winning I got list. Tweeted, unless I got tweeted the wrong deck list. Do I have the winning list here? Because the winning list is creativity that plays four gear Hulk, no shark typhoon. Gotcha. The, there's a top four list that I saw, so I mean, it may yeah, not be Chris, the winner. Chris is, no, Chris is looking at the top four list, not the winning list. Okay. Okay. I thought I was on something else. I was just like, no, no. this, this like, list got tweeted head. because okay, I. No, this list got tweeted to me because I've been talking about the uh, uh, um, is it deck a lot and how I really want to be going into right. Atraxa because right. it lets you also play uh, 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 um, Transmogrify, right? Um, obviously, the Gearhulk version won, and so you know you can't say too much about that. But again, I have played more of the Gearhulk version before this than, than many people. I played it for many, many weeks in a row, and I do like it, but it does it is a deck where you have to then see, you know, your magma opus and something else. It's like it makes it more of a two card combo. Right. Um, and that's fine, but then you're also weaker to graveyard hate, right? Like you take your you take your combo that's not super available to graveyard hate and make it like all of a sudden pretty bad against graveyard hate, because that's like the main thing you're trying to do is cast an opus out of the yard. You can also hard cast an opuses, and I've seen that happen as well. But I do really like the flipping into a tracks with the backup plan of either Chandra or Shark Typhoons. Again, I like Chandra just because Planeswalkers are really hard for Red Black to kill. And so a Planeswalker plan, as Ricky taught me um, in my Phoenix matchups where I destroyed Black Red all weekend because they could not kill Planeswalkers, I learned that Planeswalkers are the truth. And so if you're going in a field of a lot of mid-range, Red Bractos mid-range, I like a Planeswalker backup plan. And I think that Chandra is the is the way to achieve that big Chandra copying spells, getting you lots of card advantage. Really, really a big fan as a few of those is the top end and swapping out of Shark Typhoons. Again, if you're playing against a lot of blue white control, scrap that idea. Go with all the Shark Typhoons. They they help you win. They help you win games. But you know, again, you're facing mostly Rakdos, which I did three times in the last RCQ that that I was uh, that I was at and almost top aided. Then Planeswalker plan is going to be is going to be really good. So. And then the turn four, obviously, like you want to turn four creativity, you know, attracts is really, really good against aggro. Um, obviously, right. there's a lot of obfuscations and stuff running around, but you do get a lot of a lot of card advantage off of it. And you can splash some cards that, you know, as one of because you're flipping the top 10 with an Atraxa. So I think it's, you know, you don't have to go quite as it's not quite as cutesy to play onesies and two ofs when you have an Atraxa flipping the top 10 cards of your deck. So there's my creativity speech for this week. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, like, looking at some of the, some of the other extra info we have, I mean, you have Anel Yanhi on, uh, Yanhi, what is going on? My cat is freaking out. Um, uh, on Twitter, and I'll link some of these tweets here we talk about. We're looking at, like, kind of like, I'm just kind of wanted to segue some of this into the, um, the Dallas conversation, right? Just kind of the the more meta focus of Dallas heading into the RC conversation, right? So looking at some, like the day two conversion rates here. They're great. Uh, My favorite up? Is control. The control conversion rate. Have you seen it? 3%. Uh, one control player. Out of 33? Out of 33. Yeah. Made it out of the draw bracket into day two. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. 
yeah, so I mean, like, look at it here. We have, like, uh, we have rapid speed range going from a 21% meta share um, at th- 81 copies going down to 16 copies in day two, still making up a 25% meta share with only a 20% conversion rate. Um, our highest conversion rates were uh, Neoform Atraxa with 50%, four copies, right? Uh, then you have like Boris Agro and you have Kruga Fires as going from five to two with 40% conversion rates here. Um, you also have like in the... In the mid to high 20s, you have things like Is It Phoenix, uh, 28% conversion rate, Monoite Humans, 3% conver- or to 3, 23% conversion rate, Lotus Field, 33%, and Is It Creativity, 25%, uh, Mono Green Devotion at 23.5%, and then, yeah, you've, you know, uh, Azorius Control biffing it, Absent Grease Fang, less than 10% conversion rate, Boros Convoke, only one makes it out of the scrum. Absent Grease Fang going from 21 to 2 is just very big. Uh, some of you will die. <laughs> That's a sacrifice <laughs> I'm willing to make. Yeah, I'm willing to make, yeah. 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 It's the Lord Farquaad from Shrek, right? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So those Thanks. two Grease Fang players that just ran hot all day. Yeah, again, I think I think there's a good list for uh, for Grease Fang. You know, again, I think I think Nate has uh, found it, but a lot of people hostile to Grease Fang. Um, yeah, the control, it makes a lot of sense against, against control. You know, it's, it's a slower one. So that's the angel 0%. Six in zero make day two. Thank God. Yeah. I can't ever beat that deck. I don't know how anybody does it. Thank you, Rakdos players for taking the angels deck and just dunking it. (laughs) Cause I can't. Yeah. Well, when you, when you lose the ability to uh, company on upkeep for your best cards, I think the deck does lose a little bit of value, little, you know? It's a little harder. Does that yeah. count to my bingo card? Chris said it? <laughs> not yet. No, it's not It's not time yet. Though I guess uh, by the time the episode airs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of – that's conversion rate. Um, I mean, I, I I think those numbers are pretty, pretty kind of in line with what I generally would expect to happen, right? Um, Azorius Control, of course, hitting in the draw bracket and losing itself out. Um, I mean, are there any numbers here that are, I guess – really surprising maybe besides abzan kind of getting stuck. seven people showed up with phoenix there there are others ricky there, there are others like there are dozens of us <laughs> dozens <laughs> of us yeah uh and of course the other big stats this is posted on reddit by uh c marty 063 um who kind of posted some of the just the win percentages for the deck so we're looking at like uh abzan mid i love to go check out these abzan mid-range lists uh, with a 69.2 win rate, Vanifar combo 66.7, mono black mid range 60%. Uh, so the decks you kind of know about, uh, you have Enigmatic Fires um, with a 57% win rate, Mono Green Devotion 56% win rate, Lotus Field 55%. Um, so I, I mean, these are Lotus Field obviously has been picking up a lot online recently, but you're looking at some of these decks that we see a lot of play in. Uh, general online space is really doing well in these big papers. It's something we've talked about, which is this kind of fallacy, like these decks don't exist, these decks are bad, uh, being really held down by the fact that just like they're really clunky, they don't really do as well play-wise on online, but when the pilots who know these decks can show up to big papers that matter, they're going to have impact on the rest of the meta. 
yeah, very very well said. We we preach that a lot, right? Um, there's a couple things again. I think the two Phoenix players making it is a big. Um, I don't know. That says something to me. The Lotus Field players surviving, I think, says something to me, right? Whether or not they they tacked the deck correctly to like survive against some of the aggro decks, because you know for some reason that stupid Arboreal Grazer has reach. You know, it's a zero three. It blocks a lot of things. That's that that Arboreal Grazer can save you a lot of life because people aren't out here trying to remove single one. You know, single zero threes a lot of the time. You know, it feels bad to kill that creature even if you have to because you're really not stopping the. It's an incidental card. Like they've already got their value out of it by accelerating them a land. Them getting a zero three body is just icing on the cake, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what do, what do you think this Boros Agro's deck, uh, Boros Agro deck is? It's the convoke. Uh, no, no, no. There's two. There's it's convoke listed twice. It says, I don't know if it's actually different or if they just made two different brackets for it. Um, no idea. And, and, okay, it which, which, that, which which chart are you looking at? Um, the one that you put in our in our private. The the conversion the starts, rate. Yeah. The conversion rate. Okay. Um, I think it is. It's 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 conv- both of those are convoke. Um, the other one I sent you the earlier one, the Reddit thread, uh, which has like the match win percentages. Um, the person. The person. This is someone different from the Twitter thread. This mm-hmm. is someone who went in and did match rates by archetype, their win mm-hmm. rates by archetype, and then went in and redid it because they realized that Melee renamed a bunch of decks or people renamed decks poorly. So, like, I'm assuming that the the Twitter thread with the day, with the day conversions, they didn't do that correction. So I right. think Boros Aggro and Boros Convoke are probably the same deck. Could be. I'd love it if Boros Aggro was Feather, man. <laughs> that be. would be uh, that would be a phone. I highly, highly doubt it, but uh, it would it would make me happy. Yeah, poor one out for the Grease Frank players. The decks that you'd expect to do well did well. Mono Green, Rakdos, Creativity, um, to some extent, Lotus, and then like I said, Humans had a decent showing. Right, that's a twenty some percent conversion. So you know that's that's going to happen. All right, so I mean, with with these kind of numbers in mind, and kind of where the the meta is going, but and before we uh, we go over and the fun stuff and unveil our bingo cards, what are your just kind of just some of your just just general meta predictions? Uh, what do you guys kind of expect to see coming out of Dallas this weekend? I expect to see Convoke. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that people are going to stop, right? Sure. Uh, I mean, the boring answer is Rakdos, right? Yeah, I um, expect to see people overcompensate for convoke and another deck to rise up. Like people leave their Lotus combo hated home or people leave no, a little I, more than graveyard hated I, home. I, I, I agree. With, I'm with Chris. I mean, I know I will say, yes, there will be a lot of convoke, right? Yes. There'll be a lot of actors. Uh, there's be a lot of hate for convoke. Cause everyone's going to expect to come into this event, which I do think will lead to a deck like Lotus field or just some other, maybe a deck like, um, Enigmatics like that, I think kind of just like the either the the big five color mid-range list or something like Lotus Field kind of running away with the weekend. I think that I can see four color elementals doing really well. Yeah. I think that like Omnath, I don't think four Nissa, but some number of Nissa uh bring to light elementals deck of some form, mm-hmm. I think is gonna do really well. I think sure. that deck seems really well positioned right now. 
it's kind of hard. Like everybody, like nobody talks about like the good matchups for it, right? Sure. Like it's supposed to be. I think the deck is very strong. That's all that I say. Yeah. But I expect that. I think I think you I think you could easily see somebody who says, "Okay, these are the hate cards you're playing." Well, then I'm gonna adapt my Burrows Convoked it a little bit, right? I, I've seen some people play the uh, the one two with Vigilance that can like attack and stuff like that. Um, again, the the Leosaur that costs the same amount as a Bushwhacker with Surge would, right? Like you're seeing innovation, and I, and I do think that uh, potentially a group of crafty Convoke players that have the answer. As far as, oh, look, I've got ways to protect my stuff, or uh, I'm going to play the Invasion of Gobacons and give my stuff Hexproof and Indestructible. Like, I do think that there is room for in that deck to innovate even further. Um, and like Ricky says, the deck is strong. There are some powerful beats that, like, your sideboard cards won't matter. You can try and mulligan into them. But unless you're main decking a thing in the ice or main decking, you know, an Electricery or something like that, you may not have the answers necessary to to do it. But a lot of convoke players can sometimes beat themselves, especially if you're not familiar. But if you do go in with a lot of practice, I do think you've got a decent shot. So I do see what, what Ricky's saying, because I do think there's room to, to innovate, but I would be on the guy who's saying, Oh wait, everybody's targeting that deck. Let's bring out my Lotus deck. Let's bring out my, you know, whatever, whatever deck that we've forgotten about, you know, prized amalgam. I think we'll see at least four copies of invasion of Gobacon in the top eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I man, I'm I'm sleeping up mono white to play this weekend, but I'm just ready. I'm just like so we're just gonna get caught up by all of the 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 convocate at the same time. I hear you again. I I think you can I think you can dodge it though, right? I think that like some of the one damage stuff can hit you, um, but you're way less token based, and so you know your training guy is a one two. Like yeah. the big one you hit is Thalia, right? That's like the killer for for only yeah, having like, one toughness. But and the festivities and chain whirler don't really stop you. True. Right. Yeah. And all those also get stuffed by Brave. Yeah. yeah. Like the big Ruckman's been killing it with Mono White, and I really think that's another deck to look at as far as like the specific type of hate that people are going to be bringing for Boros doesn't hit you as much, and you're still just as aggressive. You know, yeah, like R- Rakdos, Rakdos picking up um, Path to Peril is a big issue, but like yeah. I'm not worried about Hitsuka consumes all. That's only one drops. Temporary lockdown can be a pain if you don't have an active hopeful initiate. Yeah, right, uh, right, um, fair enough. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting spirits. I'm putting mono white in the deck in the bag. I'm playing mono white for sure. And then we can also just fall back to sack if we need to. But I just don't. I'm not super into where sacks at right now. I think we're just going to jam mono white, and then, like I said, if we we need to fall back, we'll fall back to the the spirits. spirits. Yep. Yep. But uh. But I'm ready to have some fun, and let's talk about – let's reveal our – for those who want to play along at home, uh, we have three kind of – there are different spaces. We each made our own bingo cards, so let's let's cover our own little bingo cards here. Who wants to go first? Sure, I'd go first. Okay, what do you got, Ricky? All right. We got uh, a bingo card. It's called DreamHack Dallas Bingo. None okay. of you uh, – I don't think titled it. Oh, you did title it exactly that. I picked a better theme than you did. Uh, exactly. We have, we have, Hogak, in quotes. Right. Uh-huh. Did anybody mention Hogak? You got it. Yeah. Uh, salty modern players. Ooh, right next to Hogak, huh? That's a twofer, right? Yeah, I yeah. think I think salty modern players is too big of a too big of a category, you know. But I do like it. You know, somebody's got to win bingo. Uh, I've got they should ban X. Classic. Uh-huh. Uh, lewd playmats. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. 
uh, non-opaque sleeves. Yep. Turn three fang. Fable into fable. Okay, yep. Yeah. Soda spill. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, companion app crashes. The companion app crashes, yep. See, mine doesn't look as nice, but the boxes are bigger. <laughs> they, they actually launch a Commander Legend Baldur's Gate draft, which they are offering all weekend. Yeah. We'll, after this, we'll talk about some of the fun events kind of they're, they're running this weekend. Uh, CEDH testing. Uh, for those who don't know, there is an official 5K CEDH tournament if you want to live in the fifth ring of hell in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, in what, what, is, what, is, what is the fifth ring of hell? Huh? What is Dante's fifth ring of hell? I don't know. Well, I'm gonna continue while I look up what the fifth ring of hell is. Uh, the bands won't save standard, right? Uh, free that space. Was not very, very Dallas related. You no, somebody's gonna say that. You're you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna hear that. say that. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, okay. This okay. is a lot of mine are like things that'll come up in conversation with your opponents, right? Right, right. Rakdos player blames variants. Uh, mono black zombies runs hot. That's a hot uh, take. That's on the edge. You know, you don't need that one to win. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I I verify what the fifth circle of hell is. I think this is very fitting. CDH players. Oklahoma. Um, this is it, it's anger. <laughs> uh, the fifth circle of hell is where the wrathful and sullen are punished for their sins. Uh, the furious are seen fighting each other on the surface of the river sticks, and the sullen gurgling beneath the surface of the water. All right. Uh, company on upkeep uh, as a joke. Yeah, jokes about company on upkeep. Right, sure, Uh, sure, sure. sure. uh, Missed Shieldred trigger. Yep, guaranteed to see that. Bad bo. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's a crew through this with bad bo, it's not going to happen. I'm bringing a fresh deodorant stick, and I'm bringing shampoo to the place. I don't. You all better use your shampoo jails. Uh, anyways, unviewable time clock. Unviewable time clock. I'm. I'm almost guaranteed that's free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, red, white, convoke day twos. Uh, vendors, vendors have no Gobacons. Snapcaster costs $15. Uh, for those who don't know, Snapcaster is the promo that you get for playing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Ricky qualifies as the only Phoenix player. Uh, Rocket League, goal! Oh, it'll be hard. Said. It'll be hard to verify that one now that we're like not in the same hall. Uh, I think we could still hear them. Okay. Right. Uh, Circle K is the real hero. Circle K is a sponsor of DreamHack Dallas. There you yes. go. Yeah. There you go. Fair uh, and, everyone, uh, make sure you go get your heart palpitations and get your free monsters all weekend long. <laughs> right. Don't die. Uh, this is not health advice. We're not. So here. that's what I, I got. Ricky- I, I, I wanted. It starts cynical at the top. It gets more fun yeah. near the middle, and then at the end, you know, it's the feel goods, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so mine got randomized on me with the, oh, the you, bigger. You let yours get randomized. Mine got randomized here. Ah. Uh, so we're starting with losing a favorable matchup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would happen to me. This will happen to my opponent with the Thoughtseize bug. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. Um, Ruckman can't take these backsies. Not True. allowed. Classic. Not, mm-hmm. not nodding Gandalf. Almost yeah, assuredly right. a free space. Right. Almost assuredly a free space, yeah. Um, BTL for Deadly Vanity? Uh, that's uh, going to happen. 
Yeah, control mirror ends in draw. You've got too many free spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Looks as Chris said, Sony's to win bingo. That's right. Um, this card needs to be banned. You know, you're going to hear that, that one as well. Yeah. Lotus Field Top 8. Ooh, I don't feel like that one. I don't like that one. Cosplayers playing Commander. That's, un- that's well, a good another another free, free space. space. Another good free space. Fumbling with Metal Mug because I'm going to that, although I can drink Pecos Bill. See, I put Soda Spill because yeah. I, I don't think, I don't trust you with the Metal Mug. <laughs> the box wasn't big enough to just say like, Pondering life choices while looking at the empty void of the, of the <laughs> uh, mono green misses top eight. More free spaces. More free spaces. Uh, Rakdos most. This played. is literally like your whole board is free space. Rakdos most played deck. Sure. Uh, Pioneer is such a miserable format. You're. I can already bingo your entire middle row like the <laughs> second I step in the hall. The second you step in the hall. <laughs> Chat thinks someone cheats. Yep. Yeah. Uh, turn three, Grease Fang. Now you yeah. have to see it, though. You have to personally see them turn. That's turn fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't played Magic in years. That's a good one. I like that one. I like that one. Capital too. Singles Prices. Also a great one. Yep. Uh, for those that don't know, just like how there's be no go, actually, Ricky's saying that we still have GobaCons. There's be two GobaCons. They're going for like thirty dollars a piece. That's right. what my capitalist Capital Singles Prices. Uh, Chris never sees Phoenix. Also true. Yeah, that's that's also a free space. He won't play Phoenix because <laughs> Ricky's okay. playing. Uh, meet at the Blue Gathering Point. I long to hear those words again. I know that's that's this is that's the cope space. Uh, Night errant whiff. <laughs> Ouch! Yeah. Only uh, non meta deck has sixty percent plus win rate. Oh, good space. Good space. Uh, hungover ten k players. That thing starts at like eight a.m. I yeah. hear. Yeah. Now I just I was just thinking back to the Hunter Burton when I showed up with the big water and my opponent just my brown opponent goes, Man, I'm trying to be like you. I'm out here hungover as hell right now. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, Yori and his companion. Yep. And then yep. misregistered deck on melee. Why are you just you gave you gave this away. Like I mean, I want people to get a bingo, but I want them to take all weekend, right? Okay, fine. I'll rework my list then. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's a good list. I like a lot of them. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, these are so free. Okay, all right. I want to see some interesting things, but also the things that will eventually happen. All right, Chris, what do you got? So mine mine is for our trip in particular, probably. Okay. So, uh, uh, and also I made a fun one. So I probably, Ricky probably is the best bingo card. I think uh, mine's my favorite for uh, for things you're going to see happen for the crew, three crew, right? Okay, Number yeah. one, obviously it's the, it's been the theme the last uh, couple events. Ruckman doesn't get take backsies. We know mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Uh, Chris gets bored and asks for more plot to one piece. That will Another, happen. That'll happen. Another if interview. Have, if we have extra time during the stream, Chris, yeah. uh, I, we will do a one piece tier list with you real quick. Sounds good. We'll do that. We'll do that. Uh, another interview has audio problems. Uh, yep. Fang Gang gets a top eight. Shout out to the Fang Gang. Uh, every okay. deck is now Hogak. Of course, now if, <laughs> if you're not if you're not doing it already, every deck is now just whatever colors in Hogak. So I'm going to be reg- registering Jeskai Hogak going yep. forward uh, because that's too fun. Uh, Day Night Trigger gets missed. The it's best mechanic in all of Magic, you know, uh, that's going to be there. Uh, modern players complain about play draw. That's also that a great one. Specifically, yeah, the one I want to go to. Um, next one, we sneak into Akon. Also happening the same weekend. And so, you last, know, year, last year we got to Akon for free, though, remember? Because they're like, 
Yeah, content creators, we get you into Acon for free. They didn't yeah, do that this talk, year. If you talk to Bear at like the creator, oh, or, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. There they did it last year at least. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, Chris rages over his sealed pool. Uh, that that happened last time we were at Dallas, where I qualified for a big thing, and then um, I said, "Hey, uh, we meet Tyler One." Tyler I'll meet Tyler One with you. There we go. We we got to go meet Tyler One. Uh, non interactive format is called with the Rakdos player being the top deck. You know, uh-huh. yeah. They're, yeah. they're complaining about non interactive format playing the Rakdos deck. So there you go. Uh, we somehow lose servo token. That man is six six nine. It's that's gonna be why, impossible. That's why I was like, that's gonna be that's why it's a tricky bingo space. We gotta lose if we lose servo token, you get a space there. Uh free space. Um the next two are our little combo <laughs> here. <laughs> Do you have any commander decks on you? Next space, that's okay. I have seven. Do you wanna play? <laughs> so that's, that's the back to back right there. Uh, that's, next- that's the classic Jeopardy. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, I jeopardied it. Yeah, I'm glad you still. We got a couple more of those coming up, so hopefully, you, hopefully you like them because we're getting we're getting in there deep. Uh, the new Chandra is going to be sold out with people looking for that card last minute because it just came up in some of the Phoenix lists and I already Spire have Spike three foil full arts. If you've got regular ones, I want them. I my fourth one might be regular. Let me know. Let me know. Um, hour long security lines. Okay. Yeah. Next. Next space. <laughs> Two hour long security lines in San Diego. Yeah. Me and specifically the exact forty people behind me. Uh, the badges they gave us broke. Oh no! And would not let us in after they gave them to us, and they literally just didn't know what to do. They're just like, if the badge says you can't get in, you can't get in, and it's just like, but. We have the badge, and you just gave it to us. And it's just right, like, right, right. But it all works on the system and the cloud, you see. And so it's I can't all, do anything. And I'm not allowed to just nothing in, I can right? do about it. I got right. to go. and I got to savings. Yeah, I gotta me go and Nate literally sure. sat for an hour. We were playing uh, Dan Dan on the floor for an hour before they let us in. Wow. Um, actually, secu- we get to go to the VIP security line this time. Yep. Oh, do we? Yeah. That's baller. Okay, there we go. Yeah, like like the kings that we are. Uh, so, okay, so we had hour-long security lines. We had two-hour-long security lines. Finally, we have – we skip security lines by convincing the security staff that Chris is Doug Dimmodome. Oh, uh, do you have a hat? for the, the Dimsdale Dimmodome. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yeah. Uh, next uh, one is – Were they doing Crash Nebula on Ice? That's exactly right. They're doing crash. Also, real quick. No, no, no. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't. You can't say that one. Uh, next space. Chris. Uh, Chris kicks Ricky's butt at Street Fighter Six. That's going to be on there. So look, look is out Street for Fighter that. Street Fighter Six going to be there? It's not out yet. Yes, it is a yeah. It is. It is. It is a tournament in the fighting game section. When I does believe it's come out. Uh, it comes out this week, I believe. It's in the fighters thing that uh, Damon posted. So we're, we're gonna be battling. So that's this is this is. Do you guys hear the fear in Ricky's voice? Did anybody else just hear that? I, did. I, I don't heard, know what you're talking about. I heard. I heard a little bit of fear. I heard a little bit of. Uh, I think Ricky's soul could be taken by Big Mom right now. <laughs> uh, next space. Nate says, "I think that's game." Famous Nate uh, saying that he has stopped saying and started beating me more since he started saying that. Next one. <laughs> next one is a basic marked cards. Right, you're gonna have your marked cards from sleeves, uh-huh. dense foil, something like that. Uh, I, next was, I was like, people are going to joke about marked cards. And then Ruckman's was like, Twitch is going to say that there's marked cards. And then Chris is just like, the cards are marked. The cards are marked. That's exactly right. One way or another. Incidentally, accidentally, on purpose, who knows? Something's going to happen. 
Uh, all right, next one, another combo deal that happened from last year. IRL streamer flips a table. Uh, mm-hmm. Next base, Chris flips IRL streamer. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your that's your combo deal right there. Tyler last won year, last year. No, Ryan and I. Last year we had a couple IR, IRL streamers threaten to flip the vendor's case over no. for views. Yep, yep. And the yeah. vendor had to be like, "Man, we we will seriously tackle you." <laughs> and he'd be like, "But what if I did it though?" And he was like, "Then we will seriously tackle you before we left off." And then all those weird noises that we heard that were a result of the IRL streamers chat, like donating money to make like random noises that we were all concerned about. Yeah. Awesome. And then of course my last base Ruckman audibles to blue white control to then just sell it right after the event. This is correct. Actually yeah. that's free, free space, free, free, free space, free space. It's not going to happen. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> and there you have about the wandering emperor and Teferi and how nice they look next to each other. That's right. And there you have the crew three, the crew three bingo cards for DreamHack Dallas. Almost your viewing guide, you know. I think I think these bingo cards are great. These yeah, are speaking, great. Of, speaking of the viewing guide. I don't think I mentioned last week, but um, there I do have a stream slot on Friday at three PM Central. So be sure to tune in for that. Uh, it's gonna be a wrestling stream. Uh, Chris or Ricky, I don't know who's joining me just yet. One of these guys is gonna sit in with me, and we'll do the uh, we'll bring back C three W wrestling. So that'll be kind of fun to check that out. I mean, anything else? What are what are some of the side events? Obviously, there's like the, the the 10K on Sunday. Uh, what are some of the good events to kind of people that want to check out? At least magic wise. Okay, um, if I scrub real fast. Two events, right? Okay, yeah. Won't happen, right? Sure, never happen. At noon, there is a qualifier event that is mom sealed. Okay. And if you top for it, or if you top for the one that happens on Saturday. On Sunday, you are invited to a sealed deck where each player is given one full set of March of the Machine to build their deck out of. Ooh, that's at three on Saturday? I- I'll play the Saturday one for sure. Um, oh, and, oh, but... Uh, oh, if you win, you get a foil set. Oh, that's dope. Oh, but Saturday also has full box sealed. I like There's Big also, Baller. Um, a little bit of everything, uh, Two-Headed Giant which is uh, two draft packs of All Will Be One, two set packs of All Will Be One, uh, two collector packs of All Will Be One, and then the exact same for Marching Machine, Twitter yeah. the Giant Sealed, which is kind of funny. So I want to play the 10K, but also on Sunday at 1, there's a Mom Full Box Trio Sealed. <laughs> there's also Triple Down Pioneer on Sunday. Yeah. It's what is the, Triple Down Pioneer? It's the ultimate salty run back. If you flunk out of the 10K, you can play a Pioneer four-round event for triple tickets. Oh, you pay triple the, triple the entry fee, triple the tickets. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, but yeah, we'll be hanging around all weekend. Uh, I think, though, at least for me, my kind of plan is Friday will be magic time. Sunday will be magic time. Saturday probably will be my day. I'm going to go check out a lot of the other stuff. I don't know. We'll... We'll be roaming routes. Be sure to come say hi. We'll kind of probably be split up into smaller subgroups here and there and Roman. So also, oh, wait, it's going to be too late. They won't hear this. What? Oh, for my cube for cube con. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll tweet out about it. But of course, uh, I don't have any, the other ones with me, but we have, like I said, I'm putting off hundreds of stickers. So we'll have we've got the regular crew three logo stickers. We've got Olive Garden stickers. We've got I smell. Does anyone else smell toast stickers? Uh, and then we've got the the real limited run variant 
Chris Gavel stickers. Mm, uh, those will be in very limited supply on the Chris Gavel stickers. So you have to come up and give me the secret handshake if you want the Gavel sticker. Okay. And you will know what the secret handshake is. You'll know what it is. It'll hit you. It'll hit you at the time. Yeah. You'll know what the secret handshake is. Achieve that, and and you get a gavel sticker. Are we going to put this episode on Thursday so people can actually like yeah. join the episode? Yeah, I'm also going to, uh, assuming all the cards arrive, which they should, it looks like everything is scheduled right on right on schedule, right? Yep. Um, I will be providing the live swag bag. Okay. Um, if you play Chris or Ruckman... Uh, or myself, in any match of Magic, in any event that we are playing in, you will receive a signed swag bag card, uh, win, lose, or draw. Uh, And then also, if you come up to any of us at the convention and show us that you are a Patreon member at any level, you will also receive a swag bag card. And it's a mix of cards, and they're exciting, and they're shiny, and they will be signed. Yep. Uh, I will also be making sure I go stock up on extra packs of Sharpies for this weekend. So we'll just have like the uh, the fun metallic Sharpies I use for the swag, the Dromal swag bags um, to sign to sign anything people want us to sign oh, this week. Yeah, I, I suppose if if you have me sign a Siege Rhino, a Glissa, or a Thalia in the Gitrog monster, you will also earn yourself a gavel sticker. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's that's actually the secret handshake. A myriad, Chris, a myriad Chris, of red blue cards. Chris, because of how limited these are. Uh, Chris will be the arbitrator of who gets gavel stickers for the weekend. That's right. That's right. So whoever Chris needs to be the lucky select few who get gavel stickers. Anybody can have a sticker. Anybody can come up to us and take stickers though. Yeah, for sure. Please. All right. Well, uh, like you said, Hey, that's, that's a fun new bonus to be a Patreon member, uh, is to get an extra swag bag card here for all tiers. But, uh, that is to say, if you are a member of our Patreon, patreon.com says crew3mtg, we always like to thank you every week for keeping the show going, help us keep the lights on. And, uh, you know, we have several great tiers available uh, from the getting your name on any streams we do uh, to the exclusive content to the normal swag bag tier uh, where we send you cards each month. Uh, the May cards are all here. They're going out on my way out of town for DreamHack. So you'll see those later this week, early next week, hopefully. Um that will cover those. But every tier of the Patreon gets access to the Patreon member-only channels in our Discord, including the Patreon mailbag, where you can ask a question that sounds something like this. This comes from Fastgrim, who asks, instead of banning cards, what's the value of damning a card? So if a card gets damned, then no new cards will be played with the damned card. Ellie, i.e. Inverter, was banned before Kamigawa. You can't have Inverter and Fable in the same deck. You also can't discount the meme factor when a card gets the big D. So wait, how does it work? Like so if- what they're saying is like, hey, instead of banning, you you like say you like kind of time lock a card, and so it can't be played with any cards that are printed after it. Or after it was banned. This is really convoluted. No, I think that's a really interesting idea. I think yeah. like again, like, you know, we're we're sitting there, we've got our we've got our uh, you know, We've got our, our leaves next to us that yeah. we've been eating for, for about the last hour or so here. You know, we've been, we've been eating the brownies, having a good time, and your mind just starts to wander on Magic the Gathering cards. You know, the the sauce approaches you, you accept the sauce, and you start going, what's a way to avoid banning cards, right? Because banning sure. cards sometimes feels like it's too much. And so you start coming up with other ideas. I think this is another idea. I mean, Magic has kind of tried this by saying, hey, let's lock it into a deck list. 
right? If you buy this challenger deck, we will guarantee that you can play this challenger deck. I don't mind something like that. I think it's going to be really hard. You know, you, you've got to think about new players. And I know that's kind of hard in the in the very connected world that we're in. But there's a lot yeah. of players who didn't understand the companion change, you know? Right. So I really think this is a really interesting idea that has some, and I think it has some tangents that could be really good. But you have to make the rules easy. And I've played against a lot of players who didn't even know the Pioneer ban list. Some people don't didn't know that Rewind was legal, you know? So there's a, there's a lot of things that can happen. And you really want to make the game kind of as simple as possible when it comes yeah, to I- I like that idea. I like Chris. You bring up the point of the like the challenger decks with banned cards. Um, that might be kind of an interesting way to like um, an official like, hey, this card's banned, but here's a seventy five you can still play it in for like right. kind of generally banned cards. Like they're like here inverters banned, but if you play this exact build of inverter, yep. Ruckman, I'm getting word that you're you're about to be the new vice president of Wizards for that genius tales <laughs> idea that you just came up with, where we we ban cards but still get to sell them back to you. You know, <laughs> that's really the kind of that's really the kind of marketing genius that Wizards was looking for. And uh, you're going to get a call here in a minute uh, uh, for a new for a new business opportunity. So, uh, I think that like interesting ways that games like ban like ban cards, right? Sure. Um, like. Yu-Gi-Oh! has their restricted and semi-restricted list, right? Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't really think that's a good idea either, right? Like yeah. in Magic, especially in a game like with way less tutors like Magic, right? And just way more variants. Like restricting a card to one basically bans it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do kind of like there was a Dual Links, which was a app game of Yu-Gi-Oh!, that ran their ban list like they put a bunch of cards on this limited list, right? Sure. And it wasn't that you could run two copies of every card on the limited list. You were just allowed two cards in your deck from the limited list. Okay, yeah. So you could either double up on one card, right? Or pick two powerful cards and run them as one ofs, right? Sure. But it, it made it so that like when they put when you had two very powerful cards that were working in combo together they put them both on the two list and then it was like, well, I can play either one of each of the combo pieces or just two of one of the better cards and no combo. Right. I love it's that the- idea because I need to play walking ballista. <laughs> right. Especially now that I've traded is, them all away, but is there any like, merit to like the Canlander point system becoming more widely used? No, because I refuse to read it. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Right. I think I think the complication issue, right? I think I think, hey, Wizards bans cards to sell them back to us is a fine idea. Or right. I like the hey, look, here here's a list of cards that like you can only play, you know, one or two of these cards, right? Like you, you get to play four of these, you pick, you know? And it's like great, I can play my walking ballista, somebody can play their treasure cruises, whatever it might be. Somebody can play their fable. You can play Thoughtseize or Fable. Which one do you right. want? Right, just, exactly. Like, right. Something like you that. You can play yeah. like let's just like say there's four slots of restricted cards that you get right uh-huh. and we put like Thassa's oracle we put inverter we put kethis right but we also put like other cards that like are kind of okay right walking ballista sure. walking ballista if we put sure. walking ballista we also have to put heliot on there yeah yeah exactly right so, uh, you can do that that's fine with me uh uh and then chris can play four square. walking ballista right. in his scales deck that's exactly but he's right. not allowed to play any heliods and he's not allowed to play uh, like any uh, 
something else. Right? Hardened scales. <laughs> yeah, hardened scales. <laughs> Just like, no, you can't take my scales away from me. <laughs> well, like, that's that's control, so, right? That takes so much playtesting and manpower to kind of figure out. Now, I know they're not like, doing that, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. conversation over. <laughs> I do like a lot of games that I've seen recently. Flesh and Blood, and a game I've been looking at a lot, Grand Archive. Uh-huh. What they do is they've built in this limited list. They make a type of card, okay. right? It's like Grand Relic, or like Pokemon did it for a while with a spec, right? And the card text of that typing says like, you may only play one Grand Relic in your deck, right? Sure. Uh, Flesh and Blood says you may only play one Fabled card in your deck, right? And Pokemon said you can only play one Ace Spec in your deck, right? And they Pokemon even used it to bring back banned cards of the past, right? Like Computer Search is a broken card. It let you discard any two cards to tutor any card from your deck, and it didn't cost your supporter slot. And they brought back Computer Search into Standard as an Ace Spec, and said, if you want to play this, you can play this. But also, you're not able to play these eight other A-spec cards that are just as good, if not better, right? And it didn't break the format, right? People played it. Some people chose not to. They picked a different A-spec card. But when you do things like that, it's kind of interesting because you take very powerful effects that you don't want to print a lot of into a card game. And you make it so like it's this kind of cool, exciting moment when you draw your a spec or your legendary relic, right? Or your fabled card. But and I want to sell more cards, so I'm just going to ban cards and still sell them to people. Okay, that's true. Go ahead, wizards. Uh, no refunds, no wild you, cards for all the cards. Do you want to buy? Do you want to give us a thousand dollars for fake cards that you can't use in anything? True, true. But all all said and done, it's an interesting question. I like that section of game design. Yeah, but I think that magic gets too late. It's too late to change things like that. Too late to apologize. Right. There was, though, that old... Uh, it, it gets run around every now and then of people called... like It's called Build Your Own Standard. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it worked when Block Constructed was a thing. It doesn't work anymore. But essentially, you, were, you could only pick one core set and two blocks. And those were that was your card pool. Right? Okay. And you would play against other people... Who picked different blocks and core sets, but it was like the format was kind of super wild because like somebody could be like, I picked Lorwyn and I picked like Eldrain, and here's like my fairies deck that goes in Oko. If they Lorwyn, pick Lorwyn, right? do they get all four sets? Yeah. That seems broken. But it also I... kept all banned cards from the standard formats, right? Okay, sure. But like as I said, it doesn't really work now because like, are you gonna pick just Eldrain? Maybe, right? Yeah. And like, if once you pick Mirrodin block, it's like, well, you know, kind of gets broken, right? So just pick Mirrodin, Mirrodin block. Mirrodin scars, yeah. Yeah. And just go nuts, right? Sure. Good question, though. Yeah. I think it's interesting, for sure. Um, you guys was interesting, too. I mean, that that's, that game's are like power creep, right? And stuff like that. And I think, I think it really is interesting where like Yu Gi Oh's formats are built around ban lists now. Like, kind of like the fan formats in Yu Gi Oh are just kind of just built yeah. around ban lists because there's no other real kind of timeline besides ban lists. I like it. Yeah. Been, I mean, I've been playing Edison. It's a, yeah. it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Cause you live in San Antonio where there is Edison players. There are Edison players. Yeah, it's true. There are <laughs> anyways. 
All right. Uh, Let's wrap this up. I hope we see a lot of you at DreamHack. Be sure to come say hi to us. Um, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping we'll have our shirts that we ordered here on time uh, to to wear that you can at least. But we'll be around. We'll take pictures. We'll say hi. Um, It'll be a blast. It'll be fun. Uh, Just remember, do not hug Chris. He's fragile now. Come to Bucky's. Come to Bucky's. Come see us at the gas station at 8.30 p.m. on a Thursday night on I-45. That B was your friend. Yeah. Do kids still do that? Do they still dab? They will. All right. At the beaver. Yeah. (laughs) We'll talk to you. Oh, actually, pull on socials, socials, socials. Hey, you can find me on the Twitters at it's underscore Christmas. Christmas has no T. And you can find me on Twitter at also Steve. Please uh, vote for my cube, even though it's too late. Yeah. Uh, this is, and of course, I'm at Crew 3 Podcast. You can see me posting all kinds of fun stuff on there. And uh, the YouTube channel, and so, YouTube channel, I, I've, I've committed. The YouTube channel will pick back up after DreamHack. I've got, I've got some of the video, I've got like videos lined up with my wife. Uh, we'll do more stuff, I'm doing deck text, all that kind of stuff. The YouTube channel, especially the video podcast, will be coming back post DreamHack. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we will see you all at DreamHack and talk to you next week if you aren't, if we don't get to see you there. Bye. Bye. Bye.